0: Well, hey, I want to welcome everybody back to our Leadership Community Podcast. Pastor Danny Miquet here. And uh, man, we're excited about diving into part three of our series called Connecting the Building. And uh, Misty McCarthy is with us, Hello. as well as Pastor Dave DeGarmo. Hey,
1: guys. Great to be back. And
0: uh, man, so if you remember last week, we, we were Pastor Tony was with us. We talked about the importance of praying for the people um, that, that we're leading, that God's given us the privilege that we are building. So today what we're going to do, we're going to talk about a really important part um, about even being more intentional in our relationships, which once again really helps us continue to build lives. Which once again, that's the Great Commission: go and make disciples. It's our God-given purpose. So, the idea that we're going to talk about today is what we call the meeting between the meeting. And Pastor Dave's with us today because years ago—I don't know how many years ago—but he really <laughs> introduced this this language to me, um, specifically related to really making disciples.
1: Yeah. And this is one of the, to me, the most important concepts when we talk about discipleship and really building somebody's life is what's happening between the meetings. And, And the idea comes from a... Uh, from the passage in John, uh, John chapter three, this is describing Jesus's relationship to the disciples. And this is what he said. And I think this was one of the scriptures we looked at last week. It says this, Jesus and his disciples went out into the Judean countryside where he spent time with them and he baptized them. And a- another translation of this verse actually says where he might could give himself to them. Yeah. Oh, I and, love that. Uh, and, and I love that principle from scripture, the yeah. fact that Jesus... The idea that he had in the relationships he was building was that he was going to give himself uh, to them and spend time with them to get to know them better and for them to be able to get to know him better. I remember um, many years ago when I was just beginning in ministry and and, uh, really getting my heart and brain around this idea of discipleship. Uh, one of the guys who I was walking with always talked about making a friend every week. Mm-hmm. And the idea was, you know, you, when you're making a friend, you, it's you just genuinely want to get to know them. So you yes. want to spend time with yeah, them, let them get to know you and you get to know them. Yeah. And that's something that's really just stuck with me. Yeah,
0: which once again comes out of that scripture verse, Jesus spent time with exactly. them. And so is small group important? Is your dream team huddle is important? Is a staff meeting at work important? Of course it is. It's very, very important. Absolutely. But it's those, hey, let's spend time together in between. Right. Where I think you really
1: start doing life on life, that real discipleship absolutely really begins to happen. And if I could just say this as we're getting into the content, you know, one of the uh, ways I look at and think about the small, the official meetings, if you will, small groups and dream team meetings and things like that is those are just, those are just kind of the context that yeah. provide the context for you to be introduced. And then the relationships really don't form in those meetings. They form outside those yeah. meetings. Yeah, so it's
2: just kind of the launching pad. For
1: right.
0: That, that, that's, that's it. Right. Yeah. Hey, hey, you call somebody, hey, you're driving to work, whatever, driving home. Man, what do you think about what we talked about, you know, two nights ago at small group, we talked talking about how to connect with God through prayer. Right. Just a simple question begins to right. begins to them you know, nice. up. So
2: you know, really, during these times of investment, like we're talking about, and both group and one-on-one that really Jesus was able to impart who he was at a deeper level and he was able to develop the kind of relationships that would really allow him to say, which we hear in John 15, 15, no longer do I call you servants for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. And we really see that Jesus was intentional. He, he was intentional about the time he spent with the people he led and we want to move from connecting to building and certain key relationships because ultimately we're after the discipleship process. Yeah. We know that discipleship happens best in the context of relationships. The reason we do small groups is that we create those opportunities, just what we talked about, those, that launching yeah. pad. We do huddles for dream team. It's right. that launching pad for relationship. And we also understand that discipleship just doesn't happen completely in those moments. Exactly. We've got to have those one-on-one opportunities, coffee, hanging out with families, just those opportunities for real life discipleship. So yeah.
0: good. I'll give you guys a, a great example. Um, you know, here at Church of the King, we have, man, we have staff meetings, we have staff chapels. We're, I mean, there's incredible opportunities to really, to, to be built, to be developed. Um, but once again, I think it goes back to the meeting between the meeting. Right. It's not an official thing, but there's there's those right. moments. And so uh, for some of you guys, especially if you, you've you been at the Little Creek campus before, I, I typically and I've been doing this for the past 13 years, been on staff for just a little over that um, sitting next to Pastor Steve. And I'll be honest, I didn't know exactly why I was doing that at, at first. <laughs> He just like, hey, I want you to sit next to me like uh, during worship and just, you know, and I was like, yes, sir, <laughs> you know, whatever. And man, <laughs> that's been some of my greatest development. And it's kind of one of those natural meeting in between the yes, meetings yeah. because what I've learned from Pastor Steve in those environments is everything speaks. Right. How are the lights? What's the temperature like? How's that person leading worship? Are they like everything? And he's really taught me to, to think about and kind of feel everybody in the room yeah. so that they feel comfortable coming into the presence of God. And so, so good. I've had people joke, man, are you as bodyguard? I'm like, <laughs> look, I'm six foot two. I'm skinny. I don't know how to fight and I don't have a weapon. That's not a good bodyguard. All right, so that's not what I'm doing, <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> but, but just it's kind of those meeting kind of off the cuff. Hey, Danny, check this. Let's look at like, it's really shaped the way I thought. Yeah. And I think that's a good example yeah. of it's a meeting between the meetings. Pulling meeting you closer, yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And once again, I just want to reiterate, I know we've said it several times, there's value and and importance in the scheduled meetings that yes. we have in groups, small groups, all those things. But, but what we want to focus on with you guys today is really what happens between those meetings. Uh, because of the value of them, and so we realize not every great leader has the same level of emotion. I mean, emotional or relational capacity or relational right, energy. Right. But there's some tools that you can learn uh, to that'll give you success in really building relationships in Good. those meetings. So that's what we want to focus on uh, with you guys for a little bit.
2: So that first key to having successful meetings between the meetings, as we're calling it, is to actually plan them. You know, sometimes spontaneity is great and it works well, but for me, as an example, I have five kids, be, you know, a full-time job, and life is, moves pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah totally. So if I'm not intentional about those meetings between the meetings, I, the connection just doesn't even happen. Yeah, right. And, you know, some examples, I, I actually schedule it. I calendar it. I put in, all right, lunch with this person. I plan ahead because otherwise your day has gone and you don't even realize it. You know, I even will give myself text reminders and notes to pop up and post-its. Make sure to connect with Mm so-and-so, follow up on this, do that. I just need those reminders. It's not that I don't have the heart to think about them or the relationship. It's just that the days are so so busy. There's a lot going on. And that really is so important to me, important important enough to put it on my calendar. So Mm -hmm.
1: good. So good. And and I and I think I want to just mention that this next tool, because in addition to and this is not a either or it's a both and yeah. we do want to plan and be intentional and make sure that we're scheduling time to spend with people that we're connected with through our different groups and and uh, and, and communities that we're involved in. But you also want to take advantage of just spontaneous opportunities. Yes. You know, one mm-hmm. of the things that I have found and I and I even shared this uh, with the group yesterday um, is that. As, the, as I'm going throughout my day, it's very common for somebody that I'm walking with to pop into my mind. Mm. Uh, or maybe yes. when I'm spending time with the Lord in the mornings, yeah. you know, the, the Holy Spirit will put somebody on my heart just, just out of the blue. And yeah. what I do in those moments is I'll take a minute just to pray and then I just send them a text. Hey, thinking about you, praying for you, hope you're doing well. Or maybe if I have time, I'll give them a phone call, or maybe if I'm on social media, I'll just DM them on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the point is, is that those little spontaneous connections mean the world to people. And they tell me all the time, people tell me all the time how much it means to them to get a little, you know, reminder that I'm thinking about them, right? Yeah. And I'm, you know, they're encouraged by that. Yeah. But I also know in my own life, whenever I get a text from Pastor Danny or one of the lead team or Pastor Steve or somebody that I'm walking with, even, even, you know, people in other places that I've been who'll right. just say, hey, I was thinking about you today. Hope you're doing well. How much that just reminds yep. me, not just that they're thinking about me, they love me, but God is really yeah. paying attention yes. yeah, so good. to my life. Yes. You know? The that's timing excellent. for
2: that is usually so perfect. It's just Holy totally. Spirit and yeah. totally. It's like, do it. You hey, know?
0: when you think about them, yeah. send them the text. Yeah. Right totally. then. Bam, you just never know what that's going to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: So the third key to having successful meetings between the meetings is to know that life must be modeled. Good. You know, that means that we have to provide opportunities intentionally and spontaneously exactly um, mm-hmm. Planned or not for people to be with us in real life situations so that we can really move from connecting to building their lives. Yeah. It says in Mark 3, 14, and he appointed 12 apostles so that they might be with him and he might send them out to preach. So Jesus understood the importance of having his disciples with him in different settings so he could model not only what life looks like, but leadership as well. And we really have to create those opportunities, those people that we're investing in and pouring into. we have to build them and have that model for them of just how they should live their lives. So good. Uh,
1: You'd be surprised how easy it is when you really just start thinking about all the kinds of things that you're already involved in yeah. to be able to connect with people you know hobbies just running errands i remember a friend of mine used to call me when i was really first you know new in the lord and being discipled by this guy he would call me and go hey i gotta go pick up my dry cleaning you want to go with me when well, i just ride yeah. to the dry cleaners yeah. you know, and then we might go get a cup of coffee on the way back and then i'd sit and watch him play with his kids you know and when you know be around his family yeah. and stuff because i was a single guy and And, uh, and it was, it was, it was huge. Those moments were huge, but if you take advantage of just the natural things that happen in your life, like hobbies and running errands, sporting events, you know, that's big here. Saints game, or maybe inviting people over to watch the Saints game or LSU games, just stuff that you're going to do anyway and, and involve them. And it makes a huge difference. I remember, um, uh, when I first was in ministry, there was a guy that was, had really took me under his wing as a pastor and began to just walk with me in pastoral ministry beyond personal discipleship. Yeah. And he was a golfer and, uh, and he like lived on a golf course. I mean, like he was a golfer, he golfed, you know, probably nice. four or five times a week. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and I did not golf at that time. In fact, I never, the thought of golfing had never even occurred to me. I, I didn't know anybody that golfed and I'd never even been on a golf course. I'd never held a golf club. Not other than putt, putt, you know, never done that. And, it, and And he just said, Hey, have you ever thought about taking up golf? And I was like, not really, you know, but he goes, man, it's a lot of fun. You got to try it. He was lying. Of course, that's uh-huh. not true, but, uh, I, I, did. And he, you know, he, so he had to really walk with me a lot in the beginning to get me going, yeah. Yeah. but then we spent a lot of time together on the golf yeah. course and, and just enjoying it. Of course, it was mostly just frustrating to me, but, um, well, it was probably more frustrating to him than it was to me, but, <laughs> to but it, was, a, it was an invaluable yeah. time where he just opened up a part of his life. Wow. Yeah. to me and said hey why don't you join me in this thing that i enjoy yes. and it really was a lot of it was, There there's yeah. tons of great great discipleship wow. that happened uh during that season of my life yeah. with, it, with him
0: man that's incredible so we're doing life together right Amen. so so once again Week one, we said, hey, write down the name of three people that you really want to go from connecting to building. Mm. Last week, we talked about the importance of praying for them. So this week, what we want you to do, your action step, is I want you to think about those three people. Obviously, continue to pray for them. And then make sure that you create some building opportunities outside of your normal small group work meeting, your dream team huddle, whatever that normal meeting time is maybe create some of those moments to really begin to build them. So once again, we hope this was helpful to you. And remember, share this with someone and talk about it with them, because when you talk about it, you remember it and it becomes real for you. So thanks again for being with us. We can't wait to be be with you again next week.